Welcome, everybody, to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics, each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wigell, and I'm joined today by Jeremy Mahar. Welcome back, Jeremy. Welcome back, welcome back. Episode 199, we're almost there, everybody. I don't even know what how many there? you've been on at this time. Uh, episode 200. Um... <laughs> I feel like every like 25 or so <laughs> yeah i've been having you on more, I don't know, maybe, more recently well more than that if you average it probably but yeah quite a few yeah you got a, a solid percentage going of the episodes you've starred on how are you good how are you i am doing well you know another day another dollar <laughs> another day another dollar <laughs> got out of the snowstorm i'm um, also um happy 420 day everybody <laughs> yeah i didn't i totally forgot about that day i mean i don't i smoke but i don't care yeah. about that day it's not something i look forward to or even need to smoke more than i ever do but i didn't time my shit up so all i had was like keef <laughs> well i have like edibles but i was like ah i don't even have anything to like roll a big old joint oh uh, damn i was gonna ask you to bring some because i don't have any weed either <laughs> uh, I, I i mean i have keef at home and edibles but yeah edibles are they're weird i'm not the biggest fan of them i, I feel like i have to eat the whole bag at once to feel a little stone but then i just want to joint right after right well with your kind of tolerance yeah, I guess that could be true. <laughs> it tastes good. I yeah. miss the ones you used to get. Oh, those I can't, were the best. I can't ever find that. That that these, even flavored bar. They had these like white um, white chocolate. Kick, like they were called kick ass bars. White chocolate mint or something. They had like the Joe Louis fist of Detroit on them, and uh, I don't know. Half a little thing of one of those was just like perfect. Yeah. And uh, the goofiest high I've ever been. I don't, and I have not been able to find them. Those were the best. In edible like highs I've almost. ever had. It's been like a decade, yeah. Like maybe, eh, maybe, maybe, maybe more like. I think the last time I had it was in 2015. You had probably. it here. It hasn't yeah. been a decade. <laughs> well, in like in like three years, it will be. I guess. Yeah, we're, we're. I mean, time is time's moving. Time keeps on ticking into the future. That's a good song. That's not a good song. <laughs> is that the lyric? Time keeps on ticking, ticking. That's the that's the um, Space Jam song. I was gonna right? say, isn't that Space Jam? <laughs> um, uh, well, Jeremy, what are we drinking tonight? Uh, classic looks like just all day haze IPA. Yeah, is there um, anything different about it? It, it looks different. It's just like all day, but except for it's a hazy IPA. Um, oh, that's why it's brown, not green. I got it's four point nine percent. So is that nice. less? That's like a little bit more than like um uh, all day the regular one. But uh, that was like six or something. Uh, well, this is almost like a little bit more than like like your standard beer. Like I think like Miller Lite's like a four. I was gonna say yeah those. They says or whatever the naysay whatever they are yeah knows that I buy sometimes no yeah those are like <laughs> those are like five percent I was thinking those were really we just weak. did know yet yeah, uh, two weeks ago I love that beer it's good it's smooth <laughs> well um, this I've, one I, this is way better than regular IPA though I can tell you that much oh yeah then I don't like all days um, oh, I hate or them. I don't like the all day I, the normal IPAs but these ones are a lot better but as if we I didn't have one before this but I hate those and the other things you guys always drink too hard in. Well, yeah. two hearts are great. They taste the same to me as an all day, maybe. Uh, well, yeah, they're both they're both IPAs, but two hearts are um, a lot stronger. Yeah. They're seven <laughs> percent, and all days are probably like four point eight or four point nine. Um, well, like these ones are four point nine. But yeah, Founders is coming out with more all day beers that you can drink all day. This podcast is brought to you by Founders Brewing. And I just kind of put that together. <laughs> can just drink it all day it's kind of a cool slogan for it yeah it's a good name it's better than the taste the name is better than the taste it's cool it is a cool can though i like the can i would buy it just for that yeah it's like um looks like they're going camping yeah it looks a little snowy on the ground i i, I always assume ha- hazy ipas no it's not 
looks like snow. Yeah, it's just lighter than the tree, so you know it's grass. Oh, well, yeah, but covered in snow. Beer <laughs> number one, sport. It looks like Colorado for some reason. Because <laughs> there's mountains in the background. Where is Founders origin originally from? I thought it was from Michigan. I mean, we have mountains in Michigan. That's true, but... Oh, no, nope, it is from... Oh, no, it's from... It's from Grand... Grand Rapids. Okay, Grand Rapids. Duh. I knew that. I've been there. What am I, what am I, I going to say? Yeah, you've been there. <laughs> um, anyways, on to sports. Jeremy, we are a little bit over one week away from the NFL draft. It's our Christmas. It's Christmas for the Lions, everybody. Yep. <laughs> I love the draft time, though. It's one of my favorite times of the year. And not just because we typically suck and get high picks, but yeah, it's pretty cool to like just look back years and be like, oh. I wanted that guy, or oh, like I'm drafting, but like, oh, we right. could have had this guy in the third round who I wanted us to get, or vice versa, and really wanted someone, and then they <laughs> suck. Right. It's cool, though. I like it. Um, uh, yeah, it's this seems like one of the years where the draft seems the most unpredictable in recent memory. Like it's I bad draft. Well, I, you can this. I don't. I can't even guarantee who's going number one. Like I know no. it's signs point to Aiden, but I don't. Yeah, there's been recent they, talk about Trayvon Walker even going number well, one. They just released sometime this afternoon like the new vegas odds mm -hmm. and it pretty much points to aiden getting like his went up or whatever so like more likely the jags will take him yeah and it boosted up on uh Thibodeau going to us it's like betting okay. odds is pretty much a lock for it I feel like they might know something because vegas always seems vegas to know the odds are very know. on point <laughs> with their numbers it's crazy how like they can calculate that shit down but all right, so uh, well, well, let's assume the Jaguars take Aiden Hutchinson. I would assume so. Um, let me throw. Uh, what, what is your player you want the Lions to draft most if that happens? Thibodeau. Okay, he is my second choice. Um, Thibodeau seems seems cool. You saw him wearing buffs on the sideline, like I've said many times. I mean, he's he's um, the thing that's weird is well, it could be a good thing for the Lions, and it could just be one of those terrible things that scouts and GMs and media people do in, the, in pro sports when they like someone they don't want people to, to mm -hmm. know it but he's he was the number one like rated defensive prospect coming out of college or front yeah or you were talking about this school. guy like a year ago yeah and then he's like he won like all freshmen was like all pack 10 or whatever his first year second year I think he even won like the best defensive lineman in the nation and last year he still was like all pack 10 with being hurt and I don't like the only reason his stock has dropped is people are like, oh, question his work ethic. Yeah, which and I'm like, I don't understand. No, I mean, they did that with Miles Garrett and Jadavian Clowney too. I mean, Garrett turned out a lot better than Clowney, but Clowney's yeah. not terrible or anything. So I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I guess I don't. I'm not there every day in his practice to see it, but I feel like it's. I'm not really that concerned with it. Yeah, I think he has the most upside if it's of any true, player in well the second most upside of any player yeah. in this draft i would say um but uh, you're pretty much potentially getting the consensus number one pick the last like two years in a row of mock mm -hmm. drafts for like future ones at two that's that's another a good oregon player that played with panay sewell said yeah. that panay sewell said he gave him fits i think next year next year they have a guy that's actually supposed to be a lot better right well sewell his brother the linebacker. Oh, oh okay. He's, he's supposed to be like top 10 I thought there was year. another defensive end that's supposed to be coming out next year. They could have someone else, but uh, Sewell's brother is supposed to be like a top 10, top 15 linebacker next year. Nice. If, well, it's what he should go by, but linebackers are devalued, so we'll see. Yeah. And then my first choice would be Malik Willis. Um, 
I just see a lot of uh, he has some things that you can't uh, train, like his elite speed. He come in the league being the second best runner after Lamar Jackson as a quarterback, and he's got like really good throwing talent. I know he's there's question about his uh, processing information, but there's also he also seems to have a good uh, leadership qualities, which is something you really need in a quarterback. Um, so I like the upside of him. And also, you can sit behind Goff and let Goff suck for one more year and uh, not ruin our – and if he's not good, then, you know, drafting a, a Thibodeau or a Trayvon Walker is probably going to help us get a couple more wins next year, right? But yeah. drafting a Malik Willis, that's not going to help us anyway because he's going to sit. Which means – Which means if Malik Willis is a bust, then, like, okay, then we're in a better position to go draft uh, Stroud or Love. Um, wait, is Love – Bryce Love. Bryce Love, that's, that's young. Young. I think you're yeah. saying Bryce Love is the running back from Stanford. From no, two yeah, years I, ago. I meant young. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not opposed to Malik Willis. There's, I'm not. The thing that scares me is I don't want to draft really anyone on two that I haven't really had like my eye on, like because I typically look a year or two in advance in drafts. So I've always like I wanted Thibodeau for so long, mm-hmm. but like Willis hasn't really been there and I'm okay with people jumping but he I don't know I just when other when NFL analysts and scouts or whatever are like iffy on even taking any quarterback in like the top five even top 10 then I'm not sure yeah. I want us to take the risk of our rebuild in his hands because if he fails I mean that's we're quickly back to another rebuild and I don't like it scares me but I'm not also not opposed to it because I like you said with golf he can sit behind and the way golf finished the half last year, I'm not that mad at how he played. Yeah, like, I'm just first afraid, half, I'm afraid sucks, that but... golf's gonna do too good um, and win too many games and like just be like another Kirk Cousins and just be kind of middling because I don't want a Kirk Cousins. I don't Cousins. think I think the I mean, I just have a feeling that Brad Holmes has in his mind like this year we're we're not taking any quarterback and if we do, it's someone fell and like like a Pickett or Desmond Ritter, maybe in the second or third. Mm. I just think he's fine with stocking up this year on players, assuming we're not much better next year. I just feel like if, and he, then dra- we have if two he drafts more good, first we're going to be a picks. lot better than three and a half wins. Uh, I mean, potential. Well, I, I definitely think we're not. Especially with our line a, coming back to full strength. I do th- there's exciting pieces to our offense, but I'm not – like I don't – I don't think we'll be picking second next year, but I don't think we'll be – you know, like late teens or anything. I think we'll be, you know, that five to like fifteen range. But that's right, still which could with, kick us out of a quarterback. It could, but with two first round picks next year too, and then pretty much potentially like you know, that second one's almost that you have more ammo. So it's a roll of the dice, but I just have a feeling that they're that they are okay with waiting golf another year. Cause even if we cut golf next year, that's when everyone's mm. saying one more year to cut golf, it's still a huge cap hit. It's just less of a burden than it is this year. Right. So that's why I think they might have almost like next year, they might even, that might be their year where they sit behind and then the following year, he's, I don't think he's worth like really anything to cut, but I wouldn't be mad at really any quarterback that we draft. Obviously not at two. Willis would be the only one at two. Yeah. But like later I wouldn't, like we get like a Sam Howell or the only, the only, Ritter, Ritter. Yeah, the only uh, thing I – I mean, I I don't really want us to draft a, a quarterback this year just because I don't think any of them are that great. Yeah, But just, I'm not opposed to it at like the 32 
because then you have that fifth year option. Yeah. You have one extra year, but I mean, is that just, worth to I take just a want Malik flyer? Willis just I love because... Desmond Ritter of all the quarterbacks. He's my favorite. Granted, I know he can't run like Malik Willis, but he can run. He's a very good runner, and he's – I mean, he's – proven quarterback yeah i mean i just feel like malik willis the elite running quarterbacks like even if they can't throw that well at first they they turn out pretty good like you know i mean if the if if he's a little bit worse than lamar jackson that's that's pretty good you know i mean i I, if they draft him i'm not gonna be like pissed off or anything Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna be like you gotta start you you really have to nail the rest of your picks now here is another idea that i was really have to nail them um, spewing around in my brain um, who is that lineman that's supposed to go number one? Not Evan Neal, the other guy? The Akim Aguanu or whatever? Yeah. Something like that? Like he's, or even Charles Cross from Texas A&M. What if we draft one of these, one lineman. of these uh, tackles and put him at guard? I'm not opposed to that either, even though we're – that's – I mean, you can never really have enough. Obviously, look at last year. We had a stacked offensive line. Boom, 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 boom. They're all hurt you know, the whole year. Mm-hmm. So that – I mean, it helps. But also, one guard did go to the Pro Bowl. The other one – is a huge money guy from uh, the old regime. Halapalui Vaitai. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> I knew you. We all know who you mean. Um, I mean, he didn't play bad next, last year. Yeah. But, like, I don't – I think the first chance that they can cut him for cheap, he's because he's the old mm. regime, that he'll be gone. Who was the guard that went to the Pro Bowl? O'Neal. Uh, Jonah Jackson. Okay. So that would be sweet if we but had – it's also – we used a lot of that swing – tackle as a, a tight end and running because Dan Campbell loves that power run like San Francisco in a way. Mm-hmm. Like they use almost Trent Brown in that role sometimes. Like, hey, maybe they get Evan and Evan O'Neill or whatever, or Neil, and he just plays that role in case mm-hmm. of injuries and then maybe, you know, by time. I'm not a po- – there's a, a lot of things. That's the one thing I hate about this draft. There's a lot of very good people but no – It's s- a good draft to trade down, but that yeah. almost can never like, happen. They said pretty much from rounds two to four, like five are like the bread and butter of this draft because of the COVID year. I guess I never really thought about that. All those players had an extra year. So there's like double the talent this year. There's just no high end consensus first, second, which sucks. The Lions. I know it's like (laughs) if we could have had last year, you know, like a Trevor Lawrence type, uh, obviously you wouldn't have went first, but I mean, man, there was just even like, with. I mean, I I don't I wasn't the biggest Zach Wilson fan. Yeah, but like you know, you could have had right, um, but like all those guys third? were way better than was it Trey Lance went third? Yeah, Trey Lance went third, and then yeah. it was Pitts or Mac Jones. Mac Jones went like oh no, yeah, he to went to the Patriots. Um, uh, but yeah, it should be exciting. And then you got I mean, then you got the people draft or mocking us like Sauce Gardner, who seems like a much better pick than uh uh. Akuda, I wouldn't flow on him. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not giving up on Akuda. He's been hurt, but you, I don't yeah. know. We'll see how he. Can I mean, come he's got to not be hurt this year to and and show something to then I'll give up on him. But um, and then they also mocked on, us Kyle Hamilton, who I absolutely do not want a safety. I don't want a safety either. Like we just we just signed the safety right. Like I'm not opposed to taking a safety. Like really any position, I don't care about that shit because it's. It's stupid when people Let's just say not that. Take a running back. When when every team's getting five ridiculous wide receivers all over the field, you need corners. You need very good mm. corners. So why not take the best corner to, in a long time when you can instead of say, oh, well, you shouldn't take it this high. You got to wait till the second round. No. When everyone's drafting <laughs> 12 receivers in the first round, why are you taking corners so late? Like, I don't agree with that. I just, 
wouldn't, I think it's too much into our corners when Okuda's not proven yet. If he was mm-hmm. proven, I would almost love to take Sauce because then you could have two badass guys. But yeah. if he fails and Akuda fails, then you just wasted then two top five then picks. Then you're stuck in yeah, purgatory. Like you're, you're, Who cares so, how good of a coach Dan but I, is? But I absolutely love Sauce Gardner. Like he might be my favorite player in the draft. Well, um, yeah. I mean, he'll someone will get him. But I love defense, so. <laughs> you know me. I'm an offensive boy. <clears throat> um. <laughs> but no safety. I just don't think he's good enough. Yes, but I mean, I've, I've seen us like mocked Lewis Seen, the Georgia safety, I like, him. like all the way at 32. I was like, okay, well, that doesn't seem like that much of a downgrade. And he was, I think he had a better pro pro day, like faster than no. him or Hamilton. even Dax Hill from Michigan or mm-hmm. the what's Brisker, Brisker or something like that from Penn State. Yeah. Like well, all those guys in like the late first, early second, like I don't think it's much of a drop off from Hamilton. So it's, it's, it's an, it's another weird year. Cause they have like the receiver class is deep, but it's also doesn't, it's not top heavy. Like it was with uh Jamar chase coming out, you know, like I'm going to make these... another Cooper cup prediction. Watson. I, I, um, yeah. Cause I said Cooper cup would, before he came even drafted, he'd be a top five route runner that day, the day he got drafted. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Watson, in like three, you know, three years when you can start to judge them more. Yeah, he'll be. I think he's gonna be the best receiver. He's someone I'm looking at for my dynasty okay. pick. Is blazing speed, and he's tall. He's like six three or whatever. He's six got the four. size. He's got the size. Blew everyone away with how fast he is. But he his his route running is pretty special too. I don't know why he's not something the first about those receiver. small what? schools. I don't know why he's not the first receiver mocked. Just like yeah, same with Cooper Cup. I don't know how he wasn't. <laughs> well, how, I don't know how we seem smarter than NFL people, but maybe we're probably not. No, he, I mean, part of it's us guessing where we have the ability to guess and be wrong and stuff or say, oh, I never said that, or, or you know, you just people, make things up. You people watch too much film sometimes, you know? What do you mean? Like, all these scouts and uh, GMs, they probably yeah. watch too much film and they get too much stuck in their head and yeah. all the politics of the that and also of the... Uh, the, the franchise yeah you just might not like someone's certain technique and so you write them off even though they're very good like there's personal bias in it all um and yeah you can watch too much and like antonio brown or, being a fifth round pick or tom brady being a sixth round pick like yeah, i mean it's so well this the wide receiver well not the wide receivers just people that go to like those smaller schools are harder harder too but antonio mm-hmm. brown didn't like blow up college like brian anderson the other wide receiver he was he was the shit he was the NCAA record holder, I think, for a catcher every single game of his four-year career. Was he? Um, he was opposite Brown. Well, he was one. Brown was one or B or two. Oh, okay. Brian Anderson, yeah, he was like that guy was legit, and I thought he was going to be very good, and I don't think he even got drafted. Oh wow. Yeah, <laughs> I, like, I'm pretty sure he. Didn't, like, I think he went to CFL or something. It's it, it's weird how it works. <laughs> yeah, it feels like a record, like a. You got. I know it's maybe just one catch in every game, but the fact that you played in every game four years shows that you got some talent and made mm-hmm. catches. But it's like, how do you not even like? He maybe got drafted, but I don't like. He didn't stick and do anything. Yeah, clearly. But yeah. <laughs> but anyways, we also have the basketball NBA playoffs going on. Have you been paying attention to that at all? Yeah, it's pretty damn crazy. This seems like a year. Um, where it's really hard to predict, like, kind of like last year. I know um, Milwaukee was probably in the top three of the favorites to win. Um, but 
Phoenix is probably the favorite this year, but I, Devin Booker just yeah, got that's, hurt. That's I'm not sure they're going to win this series. They might not. They're I mean, they, the sh- they should. They, they even without Booker, I think they're. But Booker's clearly their best. I mean, unless you think Chris Paul is. Team but. is more talented, but they don't have the star power of McCollum and Ingram after you deplete Booker. So I don't like. Yeah, I don't imagine know. If Zion and you're away. Play. And you're away the next two games of him being hurt. That's. Series is tied one one. Didn't they? Did they blow him out yesterday? I didn't. Uh, watch well, the even when game. Booker went down, though they were losing. Mm-hmm. So they. I mean, it's not like they were just with Booker. They were going to win. Like they were losing when he went down, mm-hmm. um, which is even more scarier because they were yeah, taking control of that one, game with Booker. They're a one seed, and they are a scary team because I mean they just barely had McCollum this year, and he's finally got to be away from Dame and show that hey, I'm. Dame as well. I just didn't have the ball. And they're not even playing with their presumptive best player. Yeah. And he, I mean, if they make the next round, I, I, I don't know. Is he, like, he's ready to play. And if they beat the one seed, then, like, you know, God, that West is wide open, you know? I mean, obviously, I mean, I think uh, Steph Curry and the Warriors kind of look unbeatable with the emergence of Jordan Poole. <laughs> Good time up. <laughs> yeah, sorry, our mics went weird. So I tried to make that as smooth as possible, and uh, we'll see if this is even working right now. Uh, I hear us now. Okay, yeah. It's not doing that static or whatever. Okay, yeah, we're back. Uh, you guys didn't notice, but we're back. <laughs> yeah, um, Poole is looking very good. I didn't realize how good that Michigan is he, Did he come from Michigan, team right? Was. Yeah, that Michigan team had some players and – how are they not like a better team than they were? Well, I mean, they, they were the, very they yeah. The finals, I mean, they were right? very good, but like they they sh- they almost now that you look at their players, like they should have been like one of those classic Kentucky Duke teams that just like thirty and two for the year, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that that team's scary. Yeah, especially with Clay getting more in his rhythm. He's even getting that like attitude he's got back. Like last game, yep. he like was pouting on the bench. Like I think it was. It was the end of a quarter or a half, but he was just like he had a look on like, by himself on the bench, like he looked pissed off. And I was like, "What the hell is going on?" I looked at his shooting numbers; he was pretty bad. And then I think he really wanted the ball, and Steph didn't give it to him. They started yelling after that, but then the second half he just went off. Like that's yeah. just it's man, that's a hard team. The Splash Especially Brothers, when they're cooking on all stone. and people just like you got the Splash Brothers, which throw Jordan Poole in there at this point, right? The yeah, way he's you might playing as well. right now. But then you also have Wiggins, who made the All Star this year. If people just forget about, <laughs> and I mean, I'm Draymond not, Ge- I'm not Green. his biggest fan, but Draymond Green, who like I don't, I don't think he puts up the numbers, but like the team did fall apart when he was injured during the year, and that's why they weren't the one seed. I do think they would lose this. I think they're going to win this series, but I do, th- mm. I, I think it sucks. I love Joker so much. I want him to like get farther, but if they had Jamal Murray and Michael Porter. I don't. I think they would win. I mean, it would be a lot closer, I think. I wouldn't say that they would win because I don't really know how – if the Warriors are going to play like they're playing, that's, right now that's it's, really hard to beat It's with basically Joker versus every single team he plays, and he's dominant and willing him to victory. But you throw out – I mean, Jamal Murray was just getting something like special. That was yeah. a terrible time. But Porter's – I mean, he's a very good offensive player. Maybe not cash it in that they'd win by – definitely think it would go more games than it's going to very close because it could, it could it's looking like and murray it's can looking play like a right five now, game though, series which I'm right now a little confused like utah is waiting for murray to say i want to play like he's cleared denver but yeah or uh, sorry but yeah he just hasn't mm-hmm. said i like i don't know what's going on there like he doesn't feel ready even though 
the team doctors whatever said he's ready yeah well it's 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 probably scary to go and risk it like even though you can and yeah. at a series where you're already down 0-2 against like you know but to go sorry to go back but booker's injury is never getting over he's 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 had this hamstring injury mm. his whole career and like that thing's just gonna pop, pop, pop all the time on him. Good. Let's let let's let the the Suns collapse and have the ruin his career. Have the uh, have the Pistons sign Aiton next year, and then <laughs> let's go with that. Get Aiton and Jalen Brunson. That would be and great. Draft whoever, and then I had, a, I, had a dream we, I had a dream we got a, uh, the second pick overall last night. Who do you want? I don't know if you even look at basketball Jabari players. Smith is who I would want number one. Um. Oh yeah, I guess I'm assuming we're only gonna have like the third, fourth pick, and then uh, if, then I want uh, which is ben, ben Caro. Oh, the Duke. I don't like him. He's, he he's got the same haircut as Cade. I he's don't just um, <laughs> he's like he's one of those guys to me that, and this could be totally wrong. That seems overly athletic for college players, but he's gonna be an average NBA player, and he has doesn't have really a, a shot, a deep shot. So hmm. I don't I don't know how that'll do. Hey. Prove me wrong if we get him. But yeah, um, I mean, I don't really. There's Chet, no one like Chet. Seems like has the most upside, but he also looks like he's gonna break. He's. I really like Chet, but he is so scary with how yeah. fragile he is. Which I almost Jade, would say Jade go Ivy back would be to cool college. Too, so I just year, want a top four pick. Jaden Ivy would be the one that I want the most out of the four. If we can't get Jabari, because I think he's kind of the slam dunk of one. You probably have to win the lottery. But because I just think he's like, we need a, another dynamic shooter. Mm-hmm. Like, because Kate didn't really look, he did at times, but he looked very like he was shooting a lot because he's the number one, but not like his numbers weren't the greatest as far as shooting percentages. I mean, you surround him with better but players. I like, do think he'll get better at that, but I think he needs another guard like that Dame CJ type of thing, but play defense mm-hmm. when. And he does. Ivy plays very good defense, and so does yeah. Cade. So does Sadiq. Like that could be a very good bunch of three. Like that could be a very good team. We, we, and Young. We have a fifty-two percent chance to get the top four pick. So like I, we'll any see. of those, any of those four, I'm okay with. I think Smith is probably it's another go hard in. year for the basketball. There's no like consensus. Yeah, we top. we lucked out with the Pistons <laughs> and won it when there was a consensus yeah. top. Um, right. And who's someone who loves Detroit <laughs> and probably isn't going to win Rookie of the Year, even though he did things that only Michael Jordan did this year. Maybe they can trade we gotta, Grant. we got to get rid of Grant. He's trade too, he's too Grant ball dominant. to Portland because they need him and they want him, apparently. Mm-hmm. They also, I believe, have a lottery pick. They do. So then you would have probably a top five and then seven to 13 range. Yeah. I could – and, I mean, I don't know. And much. then all the money that they have, I don't know really. Jalen Brunson, I would love. That's what that's what Mike Wells keeps talking about. I loved. Oh, I wanted him at the trade deadline, but I, I think he's rest- isn't. I, I could be wrong. We don't sound like you know. Is he restricted? I don't know. Um, I just know that Mike Wells keeps talking about future. He calls him a future Pistons. Oh, so. I love Jalen Brunson the way he played. He's like a. Reminds me of like a most. I think most like of the a big Kyle free Lowry agents, in a way. Most of the big free agents are restricted. That's what. That's the thing. That's well. I know we have the most. We're like the top five teams with money. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pistons are one of them. But I don't want to overspend to get a restricted free agent. I mean, Zach Levine would be the best, but he's that could be cool. He's, but he he's going. Me. He's going back to Chicago. Yeah, his there, injuries no just letting him scare go. me all the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you're when you're in Detroit, and I mean, Cade is going to be a great way to bring people here. Or I mean, 
See, there's a lot of good players I would want to, but I'm just trying to think of like our timeline, like a Bradley Beal. Like he'd be a sweet shooter, mm-hmm. but he's like I don't think he's gonna 29, leave nine, I think, or thirty mm-hmm. maybe. Like I don't know if we should spend money on a an old guy when we're still probably a year. Like next year's I think their goal is potential to try to make that play in. That should be what yep. the goal is next year. And then the following year should be lock for playoff. And then We'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, it depends on it really. It depends on who we get in free agency. You know, if we get a Brunson or an Aiton, then like we should be a lock for. They just better even not the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, playing eight only being twenty. The play in what is that? That's ten. Ten teams, right? Yep. So that's like basically like seventy-five percent of the west or east. Mm-hmm. So that's a good goal to have, I guess. Yeah, it's not. A, it's not that difficult. So hopefully, they don't overspend have... like they did with the Charlie V Bend. Even though everyone, pretty much every single person I know approved of that trade, I did or those pickups, I did. They just never played that way after. Mm. I was that was before <laughs> I was super into the Pistons, but uh, I just didn't like Charlie V. He, he just scared me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I liked it when we had Tobias Harris and uh, KCP, which yeah, you know, we were close, but they didn't have a play in then. Then we had what if Blake we Griffin. Kept Middleton, and I went actually on today three years ago. I went to the first ever playoff game at LCA. With it, where the Pistons got smoked by the Bucks. <laughs> I was gonna say I haven't been to a playoff game. This, that was the only. Oh, there was only two. Yeah. <laughs> say it's short lived. Because <laughs> we got the Red Wings muddling around, not doing well right now. Um, yeah. But you know, two years. I think all of our teams are going to be good. Speak of a Red Wings story. Okay. Um, did you hear a while ago that their Zamboni driver got fired? Oh yeah. Um, did you? I never found out why till today. I just found out today also. <laughs> just peeing in a. Do you see my Twitter? <laughs> yeah. Just peeing in a drain. But I was reading it. It was like he has some like prostate problem or whatever. He just like has to go and he has to go, and it was too far. So he's in the drain. I'm like, who that is, is the asshole that told on him, knowing this guy's a goddamn legend in Detroit? Like, yeah, he's been there since Olympia. Like, come on, what the hell? What's his like, name? Like Sabaka? Like yeah, like he is, like every pitcher is probably him just like swinging around an octopus. Like you know, the Red Wings started doing, doing really bad after they they uh, fired him. Have we been doing bad all year? We've been we were like we were, we were, we were good decently at the, close for a while. We were good at the beginning of the year. We were on the graphic, and then we did a little bad. Then we started picking up. Yeah, we've been on and off, but. I will say this. Once Verona came back, we I started am, doing a lot worse. That's exactly what I was going to say. I am scoring a very bunch of goals. excited to see what he does next year on a full year. Because he's got, what, he got like 20 goals this year in like yeah, he's 20 probably, games? He's probably still a point per Maybe game Maybe less player. than 20 games? Or like, yeah, I mean, he's got two goals last night. But I'm like, damn, like it, he only he's only played like probably, a, by the end of the year, he'll play like a third of the year and have 20. Mm. Like I know it's hard to say do 2020, 20, 20, 20, 20 you know, goals. Right. But, I mean, he's... That, Maybe the Red Wings a, will win the lottery. He's a 30-plus goal scorer. And then you got Larkin, 30. Raymond's on his way to uh, – is he there already at 30 or just below it? Bertuzzi's like a 30 goal. Like, you start stacking all these younger players that are all 30, you don't necessarily need the Connors to get you 50 goals when you have yeah. your whole team scoring 30. And that's – I mean, I was hoping Zadina would be like what Verona's doing. Mm-hmm. But he's he's seeming like he might be a trade bait soon. Yeah, Zadina is probably not going to Still young, much though, so for. it's hard to say. Yeah, we got a bunch of young studs here in Detroit. You know, yeah. Torque's looking good. I think he got injured for the Tigers. Uh, we still haven't had seen Riley Green yet. I haven't really watched much of the Tigers because I don't – one, I don't care too much about baseball, but it's also mm. – I don't care to watch it 
I don't know why they stack all these Detroit games when it's always winter still when they play. Yeah, it did just snow. But I did day. see, I think it was, I don't know if it was yesterday. Yesterday I saw it, but I don't know when the clip was from this week or whatever. But that guy that hit the pop-up, they yeah, scored two runs today. on it. The ball only went six inches or whatever ahead of the plate because the catcher had it all the way. And in the last second, just turned around, looked at the pitcher, and the ball just dropped. And so they, <laughs> the bases kept running, thinking they were going to catch it. It was last out. So they just finished their pass. And one guy passes as soon as it hits the ground. The next guy was already passing home plate. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. That's And we lost 4-2. to two, That is so, so bad. <laughs> like, like well, I thought the Tigers were going to be a little bit better. And we aren't. I mean, it, it's granted, it's a week. But it's not good that we're not playing well. It's cold, so I'm okay. But the Mize is hurt. You said Torkelson just got hurt. Baez just got hurt. Our other pitcher that we signed is hurt. I'm like, man. That's rough. That's Detroit luck, baby. That's rough. <laughs> that is rough. Um, so who you got winning the NBA Finals? Give me, give me the East and the West. Because we haven't even talked At about... At this point... We haven't even talked about the biggest series right now, which is uh, uh, Kyrie against the Celtics. Is that, that game's on right now, isn't it? it? I might be. We might turn it on. I am going to have side. to say, at this point, the way things are just playing after two games in the playoffs, Miami... Mm. Golden State. Hey, Golden State Celtics. Beer okay, number two, entertainment. It's hard without with Booker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Celtics just... If, they, no if, if, if the Celtics can beat the uh, the Nets, which there's no guarantee. Especially, we haven't even talked about Ben Simmons coming back. Yeah, but. we didn't even talk about Utah. should be 2-0, but they're playing a U- without Luka and just losing. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, Jeremy, on entertainment... What right. have you been fucking with these days? Um, I just started watching something two days ago. What is this? Um, the what is it called? The outside, the outsiders. Oh, I've um, on Amazon Prime. Outsider. Or, or, yeah. Wait. Is it outsider outlaws? Oh, um, there's an out. Is Jason Bateman in it? No, it has Christopher it's, Walken. It's not what I was talking about. Um, oh, I just started watching something, with, or I just finished the season of something with Christopher Walken. <laughs> I think it just came on. Amazon Prime or like just released but it's only the well they already have the second one they're going to make and I think they're renewing a third already but it's it's basically I think it's like seven seven people that got in trouble with the law and they're all like it's around them doing community service okay so there's like a it's lot of stuff. probably called like Outlaws that. yeah something like, yeah but it's, it's, well, it's there, like there was um, just The Outsider was a show that it's it called a HBO thriller Lush. comedy I think that's what it's labeled as interesting Um, it's it's pretty funny but it's i don't know what the thriller part of it is it's not like a scary it's there's some i mean they're all criminals in a way so there's crime that's not thriller i was thinking like thriller to me is like ghosts and jason people things like that but <laughs> well, no it's nothing thriller it's well, just like a thriller doesn't have to be anything to do with ghosts or like it doesn't have to do with anything like sci-fi or horror yeah i just i mean thriller the song throws me off <laughs> i'm uh Okay. I highly recommend it. I was going to text you yesterday mm-hmm. back, but I was like, I'll just wait to talk about it on here. It's uh, really funny, though. So, Christopher Walken, anyone else in it that's big that you know? No, it's 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 a British show. Okay, interesting. I'm gonna... There's someone else in it that I've seen in a bunch of or stuff. Out- Outlaws? I just don't know his name. The Outlaws Thriller Series? Yeah. Yeah, see, I don't know why it's called a Thriller Series. 
Seven lawbreakers from very different backgrounds embark on their community payback sentence, which involves renovating a derelict building in Bristol. The group includes black civil rights activist Myrna, middle-class businessman John, inhibited Christian, law lawyer Greg, celebrity Lady Gabriella Penrose Howe, student Ronnie, and petty cook Frank. As they struggle through their sentences and get to know each other, the group make a discovery which brings them closer together and challenges their attempt to reform. Did you finish it yet? No, I'm, I only watched three episodes. Of Rotten Tomatoes I watched three episodes, but after it was a it was an episode and a half when you texted me last night, and I was like, "Oh, Nick should start watching this." But I was like, "I'll wait. I'll watch a little bit more today and talk about it tomorrow." But I'm three in. I really like it. The other guy's name though, Stephen Merchant. Yeah, I'm looking at the I, cast right now. I don't what do I know, him know what he's in, but I know he's. I've seen him in stuff before. Oh yeah, he's, he's like he's, a tall, goofy guy. Yeah, he's always playing like um like a supporting character. Yeah, he's he's very funny. This he's one of my favorite guys though. He's so dumb. He's a lawyer. All right, I will add it to. This seems like there's a bunch of good shows all going. It's on only right six, now. so it's pretty. They're an hour long, but there's only six of them, mm-hmm. so it's not like it's terribly long. Right. I mean, one day for you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Once I get into a show, I just tend to finish it, <laughs> like I just did with Severance. Yeah. Because I, I wasn't, whatever I was watching before, I can't remember. Oh, uh, Abbott's Elementary. I yeah, I really like that. I watched a couple episodes. It's just too too office to me. And, uh, yeah, I could see that, but I didn't watch The Office, and I don't like those, but I do like this. <laughs> um, but I Which surprised me that you don't like The Office yeah. if you like this. Yeah, I don't know, because those people in The Office are just talking, and these people are, the camera is doing a documentary on them, so it's not just like them. Well, they are in the office. It's not too. like looking at say by. Well, yeah, I don't watch the office. So I don't know that all the time. <laughs> but they talk too much to the camera. This one, they don't like look at it all. Like I watch a couple of episodes. They definitely. Yeah, did. but I know they do. But I feel like the one, the office I've watched, it's like something happens, and then they go right to a clip of them talking. It doesn't seem like it's more that back more and like forth. the the interviews. Yeah, it's almost more like a say by the bell, like time out, and then he looks. And talks. I mean, I completely disagree, but <laughs> they don't say timeout. But they do like a lot of just like Save by the Bell. There's some there's some theories like, that that who's two, the guy in Save by the Bell? The, the guy that does that, like Zach Morris. Is that his? Is that? Oh, that's his, no. I don't know his real name. Like just, Reek or not Reek? Like Zeke? Uh, Freak? Screech? Screech? <laughs> Screech is Dustin Hoffman. Oh, okay. <laughs> is he dead? I don't think so. Hmm. I don't know. I he died recently. Rest in peace, if you are. If not. Keep living. Not welcome to hell. <laughs> but I, I do recommend Abbott. I think that's a great show. But as soon as I ended that, I was like, "What the hell am I supposed to watch now?" I turned on Netflix and saw like the top ten or whatever trending. I was like, "They're all like old or it doesn't interest me." And I went mm-hmm. to Amazon. It was this Outlaws. I was like, "Hmm, sounds interesting." I it had like it was playing like it wasn't playing the trailer. I just started it from a position, and started playing it. But I I laughed in like the first minute of that playing. I was like, "All right." I'll watch this, and it hooked me very quick. So nice. That's what I need. And but it is like I said, six. So I have three left. So what are you watching? Because I have to watch something soon. Um, I'm watching Severance. Which if you do you have Apple Plus? No. You have to get that from Jeff. I gotta get it from Jeff. And um, I watch Ted Lasso too. Severance is uh, one of the. I think it might be one of. The, it's definitely one of the best series of TV I've ever seen. For like it was. It's only season one. But um, that was like that blew my mind of how good that was. Is it like a sci-fi? It sounds sci-fi criminalish. Um, it's definitely sci-fi. It's more like Black Mirror though, sci-fi. I didn't see that. Okay. Um, so 
the, the, <clears throat> the synopsis is basically imagine you live in a world well no imagine live in the normal world and they invent this thing they can insert into your brain that um whenever you go to work you don't remember that Oh, so like you basically cool. when you go to work I, oh I see the trailer of this yeah Adam Scott uh, is in it so is, so is Christopher Walken yeah I've seen the trailer of this it looked actually pretty good it was really good and uh, but what they don't tell you when they give you this thing is that the person that it's it basically splits your memories so the person that's inside like that does work doesn't remember anything outside of work so it's like oh that's so that's, it's, it's still you but like you you have like Mem- two lives yeah like you have like memory like you're if you're the outside person which they call an Audi, um you just go to work and then you like wake up or then you, yeah you wake up coming out of work so it's like no time passes you're just there when you're in the any i would take that you wake pill up all in, day right but i mean this 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 <laughs> i mean if you watch the show it's like okay they're in this place and it's all they all they do is work you know yeah, yeah. Well, that's true. I was gonna say because I would love that if it was like and a it's, real. It's pill still you. Like, which one are you gonna like, get? I don't know. It's weird. To like when you get off work, make it somehow seem like you only worked a minute, so it feels mm. like you have your whole day back. That's essentially it. Because it is. But really you are getting rid of you're, you're getting rid of eight hours of your life every day, so you're shorting your life by eight hours a day. Which is, and, you, think, and you still have to sleep on the outside. I know this is something I've probably thought about, and everyone thinks about. But like the other day, I was thinking, I'm like. It is really a shame how much we are at work as opposed to have our life to ourselves. Right. Because you're then you're tired after work, like you're not, you're groggy. You're not. Most people aren't awake for eight hours after work. They're either a nap or already sleeping. You don't have that same amount of time, and it's even worse when you when you like. I was thinking about it because me, I'm like, man, this really sucks working eight hours and not talking for eight hours because. Yeah a whole floor that no one says a goddamn word. I'm like, this is, it's, it's, it's weird, but it's like, man, for eight hours of the day, I'm just like a zombie. Like it's <laughs> annoying. Yeah. <laughs> this show made me like, this show, this show made me think so much like of uh, like, oh, cause it sounds great, but then it also sounds like, okay, you're still the same person. And then the, the season finale just have never had so much anxiety during it because of everything that's going on. Like it's really good. And I, can't recommend it enough. Isn't there like a movie that just came out that's like not well, like you take a pill and it gives oh uh, it gives you su- a superpower for like a certain amount of time. Oh, I've not heard of this. I, I started watching the pre or the trailer or like I don't know like if you're Netflix, I assume it does the same. But like if you are like scroll over a movie, it'll it doesn't yeah. play the trailer. It just starts picking up on like a show. Or whatever, and like just starts playing that yeah. part of it. Well, I was doing this. I was like, "Oh, this looks pretty good." And then I looked up the trailer. I was like, "Ah, this seems very sci-fi for Jeremy." <laughs> but I was like, I was pretty hooked on the part I watched. But I'm like, like, hmm. If you take a pill, and I think it's like an hour, you get a superpower, and you don't know what it's gonna be until you take it. Interesting. So you like might just get invincible, and you didn't, and you didn't want it, or whatever. You didn't so it's think like, that was gonna be sci-fi? Oh, you're saying you didn't until you watched the trailer. Well, yeah. Well, because like I was not reading i was just trying to like watch what's going on and it was looked very i think jamie fox is in it interesting but it was like two people going back and forth i'm like oh this is this seems really interesting but it wasn't anything to do with the pill part of it and then when i looked up i was like is this the same thing i was just watching but i was like it actually looks pretty good so i was hoping someone that i know has watched it and kind of gives me the green light to to watch it yeah do you, do you remember what it's called 
don't know the pill it's on netflix i know that the it pill? just came out it's like top if 10. it's called the pill what a terrible name I don't, it might not be <laughs> but it kind of reminded me of like in a way that thing that me and mitchell watched which was an awesome show that cut early but they, uh, they took the pill the, in, which is a movie too or a show and they, a movie what do they call that not an equal, not the equalizers. Um, yeah, the, you're on the path there. But like they take the, and they have the like NZT was the pill. Yeah, that thing. But invincible? No, no, it wasn't that. But whatever it was, it kind of reminded me of that a little bit. But it's like, hmm. If I just took a pill, knowing I get a superpower, just not which one. Hell yeah, I would take it. Yeah, I mean, It'd be pretty sweet. But it's like, what would you like? In my head, I'd be like, oh, I superpower. want like. I want like invincible or like to read minds or like to be fast to get somewhere in the hour real quick, like mm-hmm. California and back. Yeah. But what if I get something like super strength? I'm like, oh shit. Well, now I'm just going to walk around punching things <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> like, this is dumb. I got to rebuild it all. Like, all right. Well, I'm ripping or, like, all the trees throw out of my fire out of your eyes or something. <laughs> like, no, I wouldn't want that. Like, mm-hmm. I'll just be an asshole about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that sounds like a show that I would like, but, uh, um, I've never I heard of it. It's a show or a mo- I think it's a movie. Oh, okay. But it, it did look really good. Um, and I'll probably watch it whether people say or not. Just It's one of those ones that might take a while for me to watch. There's also that movie that's uh, getting really good reviews right now, Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, I haven't seen it. Don't know much about it. Is but that out in the theaters? Yeah. Or like a, mm-hmm. I don't know anything out of the theaters. It's. I mean, it's like getting ratings as if it's – one of the best movies that come out Sounds in a like long a time. Deep thought, like drama. It is that is very sci-fi. It is like it is it? it's like multiverse shit. Mm. So I'm not certain you. Well, like I, it. I heard this last. Well, what is just out right now? Superman or Spider-Man? They sucks because they're all like intertwined, and in, like twenty different actors. Oh well, it doesn't. Well, you're talking about Spider-Man: No Way Home, which came out like around Christmas. That no, that, something that who? What was Dylan just seeing? He said it wasn't very good. Oh, Batman. Yeah, okay, Batman. And there's But I heard people at work talking Dylan about it. Dylan is saying it. it's not good because of political reasons, not because okay, it's not well, good. I didn't hear him say <laughs> I just heard him say it like wasn't as like that good or whatever. But I heard people at work talking about it for like a brief 5 minutes and people were uh one guy was just like he didn't like apparently didn't like the fact that all the different Batman people are so, I don't know. Well, there's not. That's you're you're conflating, or maybe I am. You're maybe conflating I am. two movies. Okay. Well, yeah. People don't like this one either or the last one. <laughs> this actually Batman is one of the only Batmans I'm sure that you would love because did you like the movie 7? Yeah, 7's great. Yeah, it's that's the same I had to watch the, like four same times vibes so as Batman, it. which is now out on HBO Max mm. uh, yesterday. 7 or 7 pounds? 7. Okay. That's the with, one with, What's in the box? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Cuz 7 pounds is also a great I think it's called Seven Pounds. That's Will Smith. I've seen that, yeah. That's a good one. 12 Pounds or Seven Pounds? One of the two. Like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I know. The one you're talking about is, like, even the movie cover is awesome. Of Yeah, the What's in the Box one. Yeah. Uh, you would like this, Spider-Man. Um, it's long. Or not Spider-Man, sorry, Batman. God, now you got me confused. <laughs> um, it's easy. But it's like Seven. It's like basically like a... a uh, that Seven's a thriller. Yeah. Okay. That that is a thriller. Yes. This is like a thriller version of Batman. Like it's also it's got it's got some classic Batman stuff, but it's not all superhero-y like um how the other Batmans have been. And the have you, So you like this new one? I think it's the second best one. Oh, okay. Maybe the first. I don't it's too long for me to say it's the first best. It's 3 hours long and that's too long for a movie. Um but it's my favorite Batman, the Robert Pattinson, I think he played it the best. I like I liked him better than Christian really? Bale. I was curious how that guy was going to do because... He comes from bats, man. I don't like him in Twilight, and I actually enjoy Twilight. 
Maybe part of that's personal reasons. I just wanted her to be with with Jake uh, or Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> like so, I just didn't like him. But he's just he's so damn pale. He's so like <laughs> scary looking. Like he doesn't like even in real life though. I feel like he looks like a vampire. Yeah, and it's like uh, I I don't know. I think he he did, guys he did good in this, me. and it's just it's it's like a no, crime noir film. Like it's a lot like Seven in a in a lot of ways, or like the Zodiac. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, and it just came out on streaming, you so you can watch it. you have to watch the other 30 before you watch nope, this? Nope, you okay. can just watch this one. Maybe it's I won't a, give it, it a try. It's the start of a new universe, so. Oh, that's what I heard people saying. Mm-hmm. They didn't like that, like, it's just to start a new universe, because, well, they liked it because they're fiends or whatever, but it's also, like, redundant at this point. Yeah. Someone was saying, like, like they'll keep, like, same thing with, like, Star Wars. Like, they'll keep watching them, but just, like come on like really like what are we doing yeah well these new three star wars like the, the especially the the first new star wars like it just was exactly like the very first star wars like the, this one is like and even though that was a continuation of the story too like which makes it even worse but um this one's like a different a reimagining of batman with uh they haven't done the riddler since jim carrey played it way back in the day um and paul dano plays this one um you gotta do a penguin before he croaks. penguins in this one. Oh, it's not Char- Danny DeVito. not charlie but Danny. It's, it's colin farrell's the penguin and you won't even recognize him as the penguin it's really weird but hmm. uh yeah you would like this batman uh trust me i don't i would be surprised if you didn't um other than that um better call saul just came back did you do you, no did you never watch breaking bad right Mm-mm. and i was speaking of breaking bad mm. it pissed me off because there was that movie that looks awesome, and I came across it again. El Camino. Yesterday, but I was like, "You can't." It, it says it's a sequel, so I'm like, "Man, I can't fucking watch this unless I watch Breaking Bad." But this looks so awesome. I just don't want to be confused. Yeah, I mean, you could watch it without knowing what's going on, but can I? Because it looks awesome. I th- whatever Breaking it's Bad's, it just Bad's got hard added to, to something like I think Netflix or something. Okay. And yeah. I was like, "Oh, I love." Did you try to watch Breaking Bad? Yeah, and I. I probably should just start it at episode five because I it's I pretty much watched the first four or five episodes and it's like like hard to get through those because they're so that first yeah. episode is god awful slow. Like, I mean, don't I tried even to I tried to like randomly pick up somewhere in season three the other day. Just said he's at like, a car wash and now he's dealing drugs. Homeboy jumps out of the the roof window, boom, and like mm-hmm. just kick it off. But like it's that four episode like build up just I, it gets me so much. Yeah, we. I don't know we passed the time to watch Breaking Bad. I think like because I tried, like I said, I was trying to rewatch it, and I was like, I don't remember why this. I thought this was so good. This is not as great as I remember it being. Yeah. But Better Call Saul is really good. Part of, that's part of the reason why I don't also have like more of an urge to go back and watch Breaking Bad because it's done and it's kind of past everyone's radar. I'm like, well, now I'm like bringing up old shit. Like going back to Sopranos when I just recently watched mm-hmm. that, I was like, I mean, that was even out longer than. Did you watch all of that? Yeah, and it's... I love me some mafia shit. And Sopranos is pretty damn good. But it's not what I was expecting. And for what I was expecting, it let me down quite a bit. I Mm -hmm. I don't think it's as good as everyone cracks it up to be. I think it's one of those things where, like... It's one of those shows where everyone's watching it, so you feel like you have to like it as well Mm -hmm. and make it more than it really is. Like it's it's good, but it's not like I wouldn't you go know, back and rewatch. A it. lot of shows don't transcend eras, you know. Like like maybe watching it at the time it came out, like before there was a bunch of it's shows. Not really like a mafia it. movie or right. show. It's just him in a room berating. 
his counselor the whole time and just never, mm. never taking her advice. Just like it, I don't know. It, it was, I had a lot of problems with it. I still enjoyed it. Um, but I did have a lot of problems with it because for me, I was from what everyone talked about, like how great this is. I was expecting, Oh, mafia show. It's going to pop off. Be great. And it's like no mafia shit. It's just more him dealing with his mama issues with his counselor. Mm-hmm. Now the mafia shit was like, Oh, this is about to be a problem. Boom. Fast forward. Done. Like there's <laughs> like literally I was like, wait, what you're missing like a whole episode or two by just going from a to B and they just do it. Like they just, right. Oh, you fucked up dead. There's no in between. Like it was, it, it really threw me off because their main characters, they just bring up, bring up, bring up, bring up, build kill instantly like, like there there are the? there are certain shows that i think like i mean other people people still like the sopranos but i would find it's probably hard pressed to find somebody that watched the sopranos for the first time like you did and like thought it was their best show ever like sons of anarchy is much better and i know it's not mafia but like mm-hmm. kind of that realm much better much better than sopranos Right, but like you know, if I just started, like I know I did watch the last season, but let's imagine I didn't, and I just started picking it up now. Like, I it probably would still be like a little bit past its prime, you know? Like, yeah, you know, like if the coloring of it too is hard because it's. I think that started in the nineties, isn't it? Like just looking at the older color. Anarchy. No, no, no. uh, Sopranos. Like just the older color looking on the TV. I was like, ah, like it kind of like made me like want to hurry up and get through it almost. Mm. You know, like a lot of shows are like that's why it's that's why it's important to watch shows that are like popular at the time when they're on because it's hard to go back and like watch it. Yeah. For me, at least, maybe I'm, I might. No, be, I agree with that, hundred percent. Like, like you got to watch it, or or within that like year range. Mm-hmm. I just started watching this show yesterday called Minx. It's on HBO Max. Um, Jake Johnson's in it, who is Nick Miller from New Girl. Um, it's about like the first uh, porn magazine for women. Yep. Okay, I saw I saw the previews for this, and I was I was gonna ask you if you've um, started that. Or, I'm or I'm three episodes it. in. And Is it good? I'm liking it so far. Okay, yeah. then I'll watch it. It's I mean I I love Jake Johnson. Yeah, I know. And he plays essentially like a, they can Nick Miller, but not as like obviously to, not as dumb. I'm trying to think of if I watched like the trailer, just like a snippet, but I think they were in like a a di- like a diner or something. But it, it was. Yeah, I like that was another thing. Like the little snippet I watched, I laughed enough where I'm like, all right. Yeah. Well, one, I also like him, so mm-hmm. I'll watch it. But um, there's another. I think I don't know if it's a show or a movie with. Um, oh, why did I just forget his name from that show? Um, Lamar Morris. Yeah. Winston. I, yeah. Do you know? I was gonna say I thought you knew the show or movie that just with him in it. That looks pretty good. Was but it new? Yeah, it like just came out, I believe. Um, oh, it's about it's something. It's something along the lines of like. Yeah, I'm I'm shocked they haven't talked about that on the New Girl recap podcast I listened to. I didn't know they had a podcast. So I'm gonna get yeah, into it's that. With, uh, Winston, uh, Zoe, and uh, so it's like what Sunny is doing. CC. Oh, okay. I'll I'll love that then because it was like two of my. More you will be shows. underwhelmed. They're not the greatest at oh, it so yet. They're not like the Sunny podcast. I've, I haven't listened to the Sunny one yet, oh, but I'm the certain rails. they have much more. Yeah, chemistry. they just go off the rails. You know, <laughs> you're doing a new girl podcast without Nick or Schmidt. Like it's gonna. Be... That is true. Yeah, you need Nick and Schmidt. Zoe's a little bit too reserved. Lamorne right. is like a gotta, lot creepier in person. <laughs> it's like a race type show. Um, 
It's like, like races in car racing? No, like race like, as in like... As in racial? Like stupidity, like like a white guy and a black guy, like I think like doing racist things that like they don't know. I don't know. Like it's what? trying to like bring <laughs> bring more awareness, I think. Is it a show or a movie? I don't know. I'm looking up. Uh, what's it? I don't know how to spell his name. Lamar? La, La Morn. La Morn. There it is. I just type Lamar. All right. What is woke? It's actually two years old, but I just came across it. And that's probably why they're not talking about it. So it's, I mean, the title kind of gives it away. <laughs> but it's like, like, some, like they just say like a bunch of ignorant things or whatever, like during the mm. show and then like play off of it. But okay, it's, um, is it like a, a like a drama? bunch of woke things? Yeah. Or is it like a sketch I comedy? Think it's, only, it's only one season, did it say? Uh, what's it labeled as? What's it on? Just, oh, two seasons. Uh, Hulu. Okay, interesting. I love How the, do you, anyone from New Girl. So 74% Rotten Tomatoes, if that makes sense. I'm trying to see what is the... That does the, make sense. Keef is an... As how you spell weed, Keef. Keef uh-huh. is an African-American cartoonist on the verge of mainstream success. That Lamorne? When an unexpected event changes his life. With a fresh outlook on the world, Keef must navigate the new voices and ideas that confront and challenge him. Um, Blake Anderson's in, who, in it, which he's hilarious. Yeah, from, from, from Workaholics. Yeah. Um, I don't know these other, a Rose McIver, Sashir Zamata. I don't know any of these other people in here, but it's watching the preview of it looks like a lot more funny than probably what it just sounded like. Like if I were to say, watch a woke show, probably most people wouldn't, but if you watch the trailer, it does look pretty good. But watching the trailer, I'm like, Oh, this looks pretty funny. Like, but also, it could make you very uncomfortable at some points. Yeah. <laughs> but that is that, that's comedy. I like, that's why I like comedy a lot. And I, it's like, yeah, you got to be okay with certain times, like being able to make people laugh and come together in that way. Then, right. Not I mean, up. this is the, that Mink show is dealing with, um, like a lot of it's mink. dealing with like, minks, minks, minks. Yeah. M i n x yep. or m i n k s. M i n x. Okay, it's so not like a mink coat. No. <laughs> Um, uh, it's dealing with a lot of sexism stuff because, like, basically the story mm-hmm. is this girl is trying to get her, uh, like, pro woman magazine published. This is the like, Jake Johnson, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. I was gonna say that sounds really. And cool. it takes place back in the day, whenever the first like like Playgirl or whatever. I think the magazine's called Minx, but um, uh, um, but yeah. So back forever ago, and they're trying. To, she's trying to do this, but then like her way to do it is through porn, like for women. Yeah, I, I've seen that. That does look good. There's man. There's. It's one thing. There is a lot of good shows that I feel like I'm interested in, but there's a lot of them right now that are still like just one or two seasons. Like, man, if I'm watching like 40 shows a year, the next year I'm probably not watching 20 of those the second renewal because I just forget. Mm -hmm. I'm just adding shit. I'm like, ugh. There's not a lot of shows that like keeps me in it, like a Ozark type thing. I feel like there's nothing right now that has me watching it for years. Yeah, well, I mean, I've got a bunch of mine ending, like Better Call Saul. This is its last season. Been watching that for, I don't know. I did know. watch the, half the first season with you. Better Call Saul? Yeah, when we lived together. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, so that's how long it's been going But on. you guys kept referencing Breaking, Breaking Bad. Bad. I was like, I don't know what's going on, so I stopped. Mm-hmm. But I probably should have kept yeah, watching. There's, there's shows that keep going. Like, there's Stranger Things coming out soon, which is... Never saw it. Yeah, I probably... That would maybe probably I should have got that into that. That would be, the, like, the limit of your sci-fi. That's the 
Is that like the? That's what the kids. Each one's a different show or something, or is that some other? No, one? that's that's Black Mirror. Okay, that's Black Mirror. Which you should watch Black Mirror. You would like that because um, that's not super sci-fi. Well, I guess it is the definition of sci-fi, but it's not like a Star Wars type shit. That's more fantasy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think you don't like fantasy. Like, not the biggest fan of fantasy. Like you didn't watch Game of Thrones, right? Nope. And you wouldn't probably not like Game of Thrones. Nope. Or like Lord of the Rings. Nope. Yeah. So you you I think you would like. It's very rare things like that that I like, like the Eagle. That's a I've heard that's what the old um, uh, like Game of Thrones type of movie, but it has Channing Tatum in it. Wait, oh, I'm thinking of Eagle Eye. That's um, I actually thought that was a very good movie, mm-hmm. and I I have a feeling though a lot of people that watch it that are more into that would be like, oh, this wasn't that good, but <laughs> I I thought it was very good. But yeah, it was a it was some, a movie. My mom bought it for me for Christmas one year because. Was one of those, uh, like, everyone used to get movies for Christmas. Well, it was one of those bins <laughs> that were like old movies for like a dollar. So my mom just gave me like five random ones. And the yeah. Eagle was one of them. Like, never heard of this. Anna Channing Tatum. How did I never hear it? Like, <laughs> he's a, kind of a big actor that's for like no one to know he's in a movie, especially not a normal movie for him. But and it he was, might not have been back at the time. It was pretty damn good movie. I, I actually really enjoyed that. Well, Some old guy trying to get his like old land back are you, are from his you, father. Are you like Mitchell where like, most movies you watch you really like if you actually sit down and watch them no okay no what's I'm, a movie that, what's a movie have you seen a movie recently that you didn't like yeah a lot of them I just would have to like go through like my Netflix mm-hmm. and see all those I don't I'm trying to think I just watched a movie the other day that was pretty good I'm trying to think how much I like I literally watched this like two days ago and I already forgot it it's hard for me to watch a movie like, it was a on, crime on, movie. on like streaming that um uh I don't like because I, 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 I will just I will just turn it off. But if I'm in a theater, that's when I know if a movie's good or bad. See, that's the thing is I don't maybe I don't watch enough commercials on things, <laughs> thanks to um, Netflix and stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I literally don't know like what movie's been out recently, what's out now, or what's coming out. Besides that, like, what is that? The uh, church when the brother or father pastor something, Pastor John or something. With no, no with a. Father Stew. Is that like a it's comedy? Like a, no, it's supposed to be like a true based on. It's like a. Is it some, a movie? Some guy that did a bunch of drugs, then became a pastor and tried to help kids. Yeah, it's who is in that? Uh, Wahlberger. Mm. Wahlberg, not just Wahlberger. I don't um, like him. I do on on certain things. I don't on others. Obviously, that's easy to say though. Um, have you heard about the movie The Northman? No. That one could be something you would like. The name sounds kind of cool. I mean, the tra- that was one of the best trailers I've ever watched. Um, it looks really good. I don't know when that's coming out, but we should see that. I want to go see everything, everywhere, all at once, because that's exactly like the shit that I like. Um, but I haven't been to the movies since Batman, and I don't really enjoy going to the movies that much, to be honest, anymore. I like watching them at home. It's so much better and more convenient. Like the opposite of a home sports watching fan. Like I'd much rather be at the game. Yeah, it's one thing I do like. Well, I haven't been to a movie theater. I don't even know when, like years, I feel like. But one thing I do like about a movie theater is I'm almost, I'm pretty much forced to sit there and watch yeah, it. Yeah, you can't double screen it. Yeah, but it's, I don't, like I don't have enough patience usually to sit through any movie, whether I really like it or not. Mm-hmm. I have to get up and walk around and do just 
I, I'm too much ADD. Do some jumping jacks. Yeah. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> I have to do something. So that's, it is hard to sit through a movie. Yeah. But, especially watching Batman. I was like, Oh God, this needs to end. I get it. Yeah. Those also like once my, once I feel the anxiety or just start thinking of like, I want to like leave here, it'll ruin anything I'm doing. Cause I just constantly think about the next, like just being gone and yeah. then forget about what I'm kind of doing. No matter <laughs> if I like it or not, it's just, yeah. That's why trivia is so great for you because you can always escape, even though you never do. But I do. I go to the bathroom. <laughs> do you think I go to the bathroom 20 times every trivia? No. <laughs> I have to walk around and like I just don't go outside because it's easier so John doesn't like yell at me just to walk to the bathroom, which is really weird. I go to a bathroom and stand for like five minutes. <laughs> that is weird. Yeah. <laughs> Fear number three, politics. The other last week, though, um, it was the end of trivia, and I was in the bathroom, and I was just standing there because I just needed to like move around before everyone like left. That was just, whatever hitting the pen, and then Joe walks in, and someone else walks in. That's a very small bathroom, so as soon as they walked in, I was like, "All right, I'm leaving here." Wash my hands. Not that I was doing anything but smoking a pen, but I'm washing my hands just so no one judges me. And then Lou walks and he goes, holy shit, it's smoky in here. I'm like, yeah, they're all ripping weed in here. And I just walked out. <laughs> it was just me hitting the pen in there, not realizing I was just cheaping the whole place up. Like, like a weed pen? Or, no, this. Oh, just the breeze? Yeah, but I was just, it was just a cloud of smoke in there. I didn't realize it. I'm just sitting in there, just passing time. And then Lou walks in and I was like, blaming on Joe and some other random guy smoking weed. Hell yeah. <laughs> it was pretty, it was funny. <laughs> All right, well, on to politics, Jeremy. And um, uh, it seems like the biggest thing going on right now is that a judge in Florida has lifted the mask mandate for travel. Is it just Florida? I thought it was nation. No, it's, it's every. Well, that's what happens when, when like somebody declares something unconstitutional, I think, a federal judge. Oh, the Florida person passed it or complained and got it passed or something? Or just, like, threw out a, or, like, awarded a case or something. Um, so... Uh, you don't have to wear masks on airplanes, lifts, Ubers, or Amtrak, or buses, or anything anymore. Um, I'm happy about that. Our work canceled ours like two weeks ago, but we mm. still have to like fill a survey out before we go to work. Um, I will say this, though. like I don't fly enough. I think I've only flown, flew two or three times when the masks were required. Yeah. And it is, at least for me, it is very hard to breathe it's very uncomfortable i feel claustrophobic breathing hot in that mask i didn't like it but the very last time this last time i flew because i was drank too much the night before (laughs) one of my biggest fears is sleeping on a plane because people can just look at you with your mouth open with a mask (laughs) on it didn't i actually didn't give a shit i was like hmm maybe i just gotta start bringing a mask and sleep on a plane yeah. Now it's lifted. I won't. I'll just. I'll look like that loser that's wearing a mask. <laughs> well, I mean, it's fine, and I, 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 I'm glad it's over for that. Yeah, um, it's... Though I don't, I'm, I don't know if it's the right move, but I don't think the society we live in right now is gonna stand for it much longer. But the thing that I think is the most fucked up about it is some airlines mid-flight telling people it's over and letting people take off their masks. For people like 
like midfly like all right they just ended the mask mandate so you guys can all remove your masks it's like okay fuck then you don't even, if, if i don't feel like that should be an announcement right and if, <laughs> like, like you know if you don't compromise people who might feel unsafe like yeah. that they're just fucking stuck on there yeah you just wait the next flight like that's that's terrible that's, yeah that's who did this air uh delta did this Delta, okay and i, I think other airlines did too but delta um, the shitty one or spirit spirit's the shitty one delta's okay. like the best one yeah they got the damn tv in it don't they yeah, but it's I don't know. That's that seems so fucked that is, up that's, to me. Yeah, like, it seemed like they had a they have like a, a cancer patient ag- on there. It almost seems like they just had a political agenda at that point. Like, why right. else why announce wait, it why halfway? Until, until like, <laughs> most flights in the U.S. I'm assuming this is like a U.S. flight is like yeah. three hours. Like, you got like an hour left of this. Just land. New people come on. Hey, no mask. And then if or, people don't like, want to wear their mask after, like, right. give it like <laughs> maybe give it a day, and it shouldn't just be in- instant. You know, that is surprising. Like, yeah, like you just. Stewards is up there on their phones checking the news for when the mask getting lifted. Yeah, the fucking pilot came on. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm, uh, you know, I don't want to wear my fl- uh, my mask uh, back on a flight after I've been drinking all weekend. Like, I get that. Like, I, it's hard to breathe. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not that hard to breathe, but it is claustrophobic. And when you don't feel good breathing, well, in the your gators, own air sucks. the gators aren't like because I took the gator on this this charter flight with Paul and Joe, but when we were driving down because we had you know let's go to Cleveland to fly out of. Mm. And I was like, oh, like I'm glad this time I brought the Gator because with you to Denver, I just had the thick, hard one. Yeah, the one I was I, like, that's I, so hard to yeah. damn breathe in, but the Gator's a lot easier. And Joe's like, oh, yeah, they won't let you do that because it's not like a real mask. I was like, are you shitting me? I, this is the only one I have. I like, I was like, he's like, yeah, he's like, they made my dad take it off like a couple or when they went to Vegas like the month prior. And I was like, well, that sucks. Now I'm going to like be claustrophobic and shit again. But. Well, one Cleveland people walking through the airport, security guards were walking through there without masks on. Yeah, um, half the people had them, half didn't. The announcers kept saying have to have them on. People weren't wearing them. The plane, no one tapped you like they did going to Denver if you had it off for two seconds. Unless Sophia was puking. Right, but like, <laughs> but this one I was like nervous, but had the gator on, like felt a lot better. Like, it's not like mm. on your face, like you can breathe more in your neck area, but it was. Yeah, it was terrible. Did you hear that plane guy though? Um, that was just—I don't know—I don't know where what state he was in. He was—I think he was leaving Florida or Texas, somewhere south. But he was on a hot. He didn't know as he was talking to like the the upper booth still or whatever, and he just had his mic on. He's like, "Oh, I can't wait to." He's like, "About to take off from this shitty place. Won't even let you shoot guns. Like, who the fuck won't let you have guns or like?" Maybe it wasn't the South then, but um, but he was like complaining about it. He's like these liberal fucks or whatever he was saying. Oh my god! And the, like all of a sudden, the person from the booth is like, "You are ready for takeoff, and just know you're on a hot mic right now." <laughs> and the guy kept going. Like I don't know if he just knew it at that point, so he was like, "Fuck, I'm I'm already like fired or whatever." So I just keep ranting, and like the last, like he's on literally on the runway going down while he's saying, it. "He's like, all right, take off from this shitty place, or whatever," and like. <laughs> cancels out and you just see the plane take off it was like just, it was it was kind of an epic rant even like no he's kind of an asshole or whatever but yeah i was like oh all right it's cool weird. Dude. it's weird how um uh, well, it's not weird we've been doing this for a long time but how aware we are of how divided perfectly divided our country is right now like it feels almost purposeful how 50 50 everything is like it's it, it, the, yeah. the, the margins are razor thin it's really weird to be in a gray area like myself too, because it's like, mm. like I can talk and get along with anyone from any side, 
but I also have problems with everyone from every side. Like I, it's hard to, cause then it's like anytime people are talking, it's like, Oh, this side or that side. Or if I hang out with just people from one side, they're like, all right, Jeremy's with us. We know he's in the middle. So we'll just shit on the other side. And I'm, but I'm like, hold up. Like, come on. Like, you don't gotta be like every Republican's this or every right person's this or every green, red, this, that all like all we, all politics is just judging a group of people. <laughs> like that's all it is mm-hmm. saying every single person that's well, a that's, democrat or republican sucks that's all or, the two-party system which like, unfortunately is the system we're fucking in right now but i don't get how all these people fight for equality and shit but then just all they do is talk about politics and segregate yeah, and just I mean, judge it's 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 all a product of the system it's not i don't i don't think i think we all want the same things it's just <laughs> yeah it's just how to we have get different there. different ways of getting there and also some i don't know i mean I think both sides have their own bullshit, <laughs> like that are just so unrealistic. But like I, I'll, I have to align myself to the side that I think morally makes more sense. Like I understand when you say like, uh, would you would you ask me about like uh, uh, if you thought one was better for a country or whatnot, like president wise? Yeah. And I do agree with that. But I, it's just really hard for me to see myself voting for a Republican that is going to make this country better for everyone and not just. That was one of the most shocking questions I think I've ever asked from what I thought the replies would be. And the replies were literally 100% opposite. Every single person was like you that said whatever party that they're aligned with, they would vote for that party regardless if they knew the other party had a better candidate. Every single person from every party said the same thing. I'm like, that is... It was so baffling to me when I asked that trivia. I was like, it angered me. I'm like, this is, no one gives a shit about our country. You just want your your team to win. Well, I mean, I will tell you, <laughs> like, I will tell you, mine would be like, not. I, I know that's a broad thing. Like, I know you care, and other like everyone cares from whether whatever side you're on, you care, and like obviously in a mm-hmm. certain point. But it, it's just, I'm just, it, I felt like people don't care if you won't take the best candidate for this country, if it's not your party right well i mean i don't i care less about this country more than i care about equality and uh human beings so then well that is that's that's i guess in maybe my fault like my thought which i think everyone's thinking when i know it's not but is mm. my thought caring about this country is caring about equal rights for everyone you know right trying to be as but at the same time we did just have this argument about right. trans people like which no but that's Okay. Well, well equality. Like, that is equality, and like I said, I don't, I don't give a shit what someone does, and I know they're, and I, and I also said this that it's, it's a very difficult question, and I don't know the answer to, but I just know from my experience, not that I, like I, well, I didn't run against any openly trans people or whatever, mm-hmm. but the moment I went to states, my very first thought when the Olympics were going on at that time, was. Oh, if I was just a girl, I'd win gold medal and be rich and famous and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying like people left and right are just going to do that if they fail as a man or a woman at whatever they're trying to achieve. But there ha- there does have to be a limit because what you're doing is, and this is my opinion, I'm not saying it's right or wrong, right? but like we talk about equality, especially for women because they've been not equal for so long. Yeah, they, they now I we're telling less women 100 years allowed to vote. <laughs> now we're telling women, hey, like you've already had shit hard and whatever, but we're talking sports in general, you've had stuff hard in. 
And now you potentially have to train your ass off to go for a rec. And this would be more for timed things, track, swimming, things like that. Now you have to fight for a record that's going to be held, that's held by a biological man that's now a woman, mm-hmm. and you can never, ever achieve it. Every woman can never achieve those records. So what's the point of you ever swimming? What's the point of you ever running? Like it's I, like people will still do it, but that's that was my point, and it was basically because of track, and that's what I ran. I I, I, underst- swimmer, I understand the other side. Like the swimmer girl, that the second place girl that came out, she's like, I've been working my ass off to get this record. If it wasn't for the the other person that ran the biological man, that's not I, I don't know the name. I want to say Caitlin Lodecki, but I know that's so a, not a, a trans woman. Yes, um, but like she has a record right now for swimming that no biological woman will ever break and that's not fair i, mean, I, I, I know it's not fair to trans people but it's like it's I, it's, I it's very I, I hard it's, i think it's very unfair for you to say that well they will never that a woman that a biological woman will never break it like that's well, the biological woman did break the record it's just she didn't she there was a biological man racing against her so if the, that if, if you got rid of that I don't know her name. Well, but you're saying but that, if you get rid of that's her, un, that's an unbeatable record yes, by this trans Because it's like 12 second time difference. Like that's. I mean, I still think women could beat that. Like, like bi- biological women. I mean, I, okay. But this to, is what I, she this just is, beat a record that was like a one second difference for like 20 years or something, mm-hmm. and she just got that one second. Now you're telling every woman swim fat, swim 12 seconds fat. Like that's the thing. Like I'm not saying it might never, but the more biological men in a racing sport it's going to be a lot harder if i would like i said when i was a junior as a high schooler i would have won gold medal in the olympics i was i placed 13th in the state of michigan like great time Mm -hmm. happy for it but that's there's a shit ton of other states that's like i'm not even well like that's not even let me let me let me possible for a woman to get let me say the this. record. Like it's not. It's not possible. Uh, th- there, there have been studies. So it's unfair like, to women. The younger, the younger you're allowed to transition, and start taking hormone blockers and whatnot, does e- even the uh, playing field a lot in terms of the things you're talking about. I'm not. I, I'm pretty sure this person transitioned very late in life, and that's a lot because of laws and uh, uh, people being against trans people. And I think if you open it up to let kids take hormone blockers which they can undo they don't have to do anything like even if they well yeah, i mean the guy take medicine till the day they die to suppress the hormones yeah yeah that which is fine so you're still making them in your body which is has to be giving you some type of an well, advantage well, it's, it's all it's all about puberty and blocking puberty but i okay well maybe we disagree on this i i don't think people should transition to like they're at least a teenager I don't think well, you no know start, what you want no one when you're starts, no, seven years old. No one gets. No one gets. No one starts transitioning until like the, the early forms of transitioning are letting them be themselves, like wear dresses if they're if you if you're a trans girl or wear boy clothes if you're a trans boy. Like people don't really shit on trans. Yeah, bodily, people don't shit on trans bodily boys at, like, formation as much as they do trans I don't girls. think like you, I, and, and there's no there's nowhere that that ever happens until you until you're of age. Like until well like the, the worst thing to do is hormones. I thought I've so, seen like seven year olds. Like getting surgeries. And yeah, that's take, just a, that's just stuff. a bunch of bullshit. Okay, well, if they, if that like they said, it's if, if that's not true, great. Because I don't think any even maybe thirteen might be too young. Like I said, teenager. But mm-hmm. I just 
I don't know what the hell I wanted, what I like, what I wanted to do, what I want to do, like changes all the time. Like I don't know if a young ass person, boy or girl, like what if it's just because you're being bullied? Like there could be a plethora of reasons why, mm-hmm. rather than just what you're actually feeling. Like you know, like being shamed or like things like that. But well, out of maybe all the, like, out of all the studies that have ever been done, less. What is, less, is there a less, legal age uh, I, to like get to get like bottom surgery? Yeah, yeah, like bottom. Yeah, you have to be eighteen. Okay, so I didn't know that. So to, that, to start taking hormones, great. which that has to happen around puberty, if you want to like mitigate everything. See, that's hard then for me. Okay, well, all, well, it's less out of everyone that's ever done it. For everyone they've ever studied, less than point one percent have regretted it, which is more than the people that die from COVID. If we take off masks on airplanes, how long which we're is both, this study? Which we're both okay with. Um, Not probably like twenty disgracing years. Disgracing it, but if it's like a five-year, you know, study, then it's. Oh, how, long the, how long has the COVID study been going on? You know, like, and everyone's okay with taking off masks, which I'm also okay with because well, COVID study's been going on for a lot longer. It's just was a well, no, like with, with with the death rate, you know, from COVID. You know, well, like, I'm people, not trying to like argue about like oh, this or that or like mm-hmm. bring in different topics. I just don't like. And also, people change their mind in life, and I don't think like a, like. Well, but, Grant, but, I'm glad you clarified about. My thought was like, when you're eight years old, you can get it, but like, what if you're like, what if you're in, like, 13, you're like, shit, like, I made a bad decision. Like, I feel like that was young, but, like, 18, that's that's when that's you can have, That's when you can have surgery, like, okay. elective surgery. But, like, the hormone blockers is the real thing. Like, which, all it does is block hormones, and then you can, you can, uh, you, like, even if you change your mind. Right, get you can, and you, stop that. You can just right. stop, and it, you'll be fine. Right. So that, that's, I, I didn't know that, so that's, appreciate that, but, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't agree a with a lot of people. Don't know bodily, shit. bodily transformation when you're when you're like. I just think you Which need to be developed. Yeah, that just doesn't happen. That, right. And it's like a talking point for but everybody. Yeah, you, you, because no one knows that. Like, what doctor is gonna go cut off a dick and grow or, or grow a penis? Like, like that's that's not legal. It doesn't happen because you can't make your own choices. Well, I, this is a very hypothetical. But like, if you had a kid, mm. and they were twelve years old came up to you and it was a boy or something mm-hmm. says hey dad like not feeling this way i feel like i'm more of a woman i want to transition is your immediate thought yes just to allow them to be what they are or to stop question it and figure out why and then make a decision okay well um uh, if it was at, i think it's just the latter i don't it, think you just say yes to everything if it was at 12 years old and there was no signs ever and it's just like something I could right okay yeah that's what I'm saying but like if like like I had this kid and like from toddler always saying like yeah I'm a girl or whatnot and wanted to do more uh, traditionally feminine stuff then I'd be like yeah I understand like let's get you some hormone things yeah the other thing is like okay let's see what's going on um if you really want this then I will get you some hormone blockers you know like and uh, see I that's what I agree with like I think you but, should like, most people most people like most trans people know from a very fucking young age. Yeah, I, I just think like when, like what I, like the question I just asked you, like if, if someone said that to me, whether boy or girl, like the first thing I would do is be like, hold on, let's question this, let's see what's going on, mm-hmm. why do you feel this way? And it's not a no, it's just a pause. Let's get to the bottom of this, right? Because I'm but not. I think you'd be able to tell from I a much do, younger. But age. there's a lot of people that I've heard from that are like, oh, the moment you say no, like you're just anti this, anti that, you're this that. They should be able to like. Yes, they should be able to do what they want, but you should also should educate them, get to the bottom of the reasons why, not just like doesn't make me transphobic in any way to say to a kid like, "Hey, what's going on? Why do you feel like that?" Doesn't it's make a, me transphobic. Yeah, it's it's but okay I, for to some it. people are 
Especially the later in life it is. In a lack of a bad term, like too woke that are like, the, you can't, you have to say yes, yes, yes to everything or you're just, you know, a bad person. Mm. I feel like that's how there, like there's too many people like that. I'm like, like I'm fine with it, but I, I will question. Yeah. Like I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's okay. To, it's okay to question. It's not like me like berating just, you, but it's like, yeah, it's just like, hey, like I don't want you to make a mistake. Let's figure out what's mm. going on because it might be something deeper. Maybe just changing your, your sex is not the root of the issue. Maybe we also need counseling or whatever it might be, you know? But, you know, every, like, you know, I, I'll bring up, like, Sean. Like, everyone knew this kid was gay forever, and he just didn't come out for the longest time because he was uh, afraid of being bullied for it because he was being bullied for gay when he wasn't even out of the closet, you know? Like, like I think with, I think with everyone, you can kind of tell if you open your mind to it being a possibility and not let your biblical fear, which I know that's not your fear, but, like, that's a lot of the things. Like, he saw... You saw what happened on Easter with the whole entire family asking me if I'm gay and being uncomfortable with the answers to my questions that I'm not gay, but I don't care about I, kissing a dude. I didn't hear that. Oh. Well, I heard you guys talking about it, but I was, I think I was talking to Bridget or something or someone, but. Yeah, it's just, you know, like, just because I'm comfortable with my. I would love to see the my... reactions. <laughs> and Ellen's reaction was hilarious. She's like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't tell my husband that. <laughs> like I'm gay you from the waist up. Kissed like, him as soon as he walked in. I can't even hug that man. He won't let me. <laughs> no, I. Yeah, I mean, well, it just it's, it's all society. Like it wouldn't one, be a big deal if there wasn't these pressures to be a, like a, a stereotypical man or a stereotypical girl, which all right. come from like random, just from Christianity, really, and probably like you know, and from all the religions actually, yeah. all the religions shit on women. And yeah, that's one thing I won't. Like, so a man wanting to be a woman sounds like a fucking crazy thing. Because why the fuck would you want to be a woman in this society? But like, it, unless it's something you can't control, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm obviously I I feel like I'm who I'm supposed to be, so I can't really speak on it. But like, right? I, We're I, cis I mean, males. Yeah, I just I can't imagine like what they actually feel or you know what it's got to be difficult. I'm not mm. like I sympathize with them. You know, I'm not a hater by any means. I just have. A yeah. little bit of different opinions. Oh, I, I, and, I understand, and it's sports, it's, but like I said, it's it's. I don't know what the right answer is, and I, I like I don't know. I don't have an answer. I'm just skeptical. Like I said, of timed things. Mm-hmm. That's maybe more to like because it's. My it's answer very to, hard. My answer times. to most things is do whatever the fuck you want, is as long as it's not hurting yeah. anybody else. That's what I say. I mean, I don't. I don't care how you dress, what you what you do. Like that's do you. Right. Yes, people will judge it, and maybe I'll make jokes of it too. But it's. Yeah, in light okay. of comedy more <laughs> you know, for me. I, make, I make so many jokes like you know but like we also we're actively friends with a bunch of gay people you know uh we don't i don't know if, i don't think we have any i don't know if you have any trans friends but i don't i don't um, think i know i've I, never known I've, I've i i've i've met um a couple trans people i'm not like actively friends with any never any. i don't think i've ever known that i know of at least right but you know like I, I would have no no qualms about being yeah, there. I mean, I, I would fucking probably know, walk down the streets hand in hand with them. You know, I mean, I'm not like comparing trans people to gay, but like I I know a lot of gay people. It's kind of part of the I'm spectrum. Not, you like, know, I'm not afraid of them. I'm not afraid to hang out with them. I have plenty of friends that are gay. Like mm-hmm. I'm not. I would be friends with a trans person. Um, now I would admit I probably would be very curious in my mind and just ask them uncomfortable questions probably like yeah, learn when to, or learn when or how or why yeah but that's that's me just being as long as curious you're not judging them yeah it's okay yeah. to be curious like right. you know it's a i'm not like it's a weird hey, thing fuck you why the fuck did you do like i'm not like coming at someone like that it's just like hey like like hey how'd you 
how'd this come about and that would probably be like you know a very productive talk because you know it's a it's a weird thing like it i'm not gonna say it's not weird that people are born into different genders than that they feel comfortable with right and it's it's not easy to understand because it's not something that we go through it i i do i would say and i'm not like religious obviously you know that but i would say pretty much any religious person would have a problem with it just based on stupid religious beliefs or whatever Mm -hmm. um is there a certain party that is like more religious? I guess, like Democratic Republican. Republicans by far. So Joe, is Joe? Oh yeah. I'm still bad at this shit. <laughs> um, but like, I'm like, surprised you asked that question. <laughs> you, you, you seem very. very I'm educated. Very ignorant towards I'm, it. I'm very like I'm educated in a way, but I'm also very very stupid because the uh, the amount of times I've asked this question and still don't comprehend it mm-hmm. just tells me I just don't really give a shit. It's not that I'm dumb. I can comprehend things. Yeah. I just don't care you're about not, politics. You're not as plugged in. Yeah. Like, so like, it's just, I don't. And I didn't used to be. Left, I, just, right. I don't know which party's red or blue or the <laughs> elephant or. Uh, elephants giraffe? are Republicans. Reds are Republicans. Blues are Democrats. Donkey. Ah, donkey. Which is, a, I don't know why they just chose the ass. An ass. Yeah, that is <laughs> interesting. But these are decided long, long before our time. <laughs> But yeah, that's why I always lean towards Democrats. A lot of the big reason is it because like Republicans base a lot of their policy off of the Bible, and yeah. like it's I don't even know if there's been a Republican elected to office that isn't some form of Christian or Catholic, you know. And there's, you know, Bernie Sanders is a Jewish person who I don't think believes in God. You know, he might be one of the only people out there because most Democrats claim they're Christian too. Like, and which is weird. That we were represented in, like, almost like exclusively in the Congress and in all forms of our government by people that claim to be Christian, whether or not just because they need to get the votes, you know, because they're still like, you know, Christianity is still prevalent on the on, on the Democrats. It's just I don't think you're going to meet an atheist Republican, really. Like that's going to be much more li- less likely than meeting a Christian Democrat. Like, you know, it's one thing about religion that's really weird. Well, there's a lot, not one, but um it's like Catholics, Christians, whatever you are, like you believe in a certain thing. To mm. an, like a lot of them are similar, but a little spread apart. But like you, you're born into it. Like you don't have a choice. I mean, you should. You're supposed to. Yeah, I mean, but you, you don't have a choice. Like, like if someone were to ask me what I am, I would say I'm Catholic. That's because my parents were Catholic and raised me Catholic. But I'm not. I don't want to affiliate any like I'm not religious. I, I'm not. I'm well, not. you're using Catholic as like a, a um, uh, like how people use uh, Judaism. Like you're using it as like a basically like an ethnicity or something. Well, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like if someone would say like what like because you see it on like even like Bumble. You would Twin, consider yourself a Catholic. Bumble, Bumble, Tinder, all that shit. Mm-hmm. Like that you could put your religious affiliation. I follow Jesus. My religious affiliation, I would say Catholic because that's how I grew up. But that's not what you are. You don't, do you believe? I mean, unless you are. No, I'm not. I don't. I'm not anything. Well, then why don't you be an atheist? I, see, that's my point. Is is I'm even though I'm or that would be called agnostic. Even though I don't believe in a lot of religious things, I'm not a religious person. I'm atheist more. I would say, obviously. Um, but I still because my parents like they forced me. Like that's the whole thing. Church is all forced. It's. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a choice to even go to church or not. It's like being not. a Lions fan. I had to go to church. I didn't have a choice. And then not only that, I didn't have a choice to be any other religion but Catholic because my parents. So like, 
Well, I mean, you're just you're discounting, um, uh, like, like you're basically saying they took away your freedom of choice. I didn't have a choice of church until I until I, you turned eighteen until catechism, which is like seventeen. Oh well, catechism is much younger. No, than seventeen. Catechism is like uh, freshman or sophomore year of high school. Because as soon as I had catechism, I then had a seizure in church, and then never had to go back. So. Anyone listening out there? Fake a seizure. Don't. I didn't, well, I didn't fake it. I was okay. passed, passed out in the bathroom with a little kid's ding dong next to me because he was like five years old. I was like, "Daddy, why is this guy did you have a seizure?" Or did a priest get to you? So I had a seizure in the pew, and then I stood up. Well, I don't remember it because I just blacked out. But did you actually have an exorcism? I I felt myself being white, like pale. Yeah. And then we stood up because, you know, Catholics, they stand and sit for dumb reasons or whatever. I don't know the reasons for that, but it's annoying. I'd rather kneel the whole time. But <laughs> I had to stand and I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. I'm like, I feel weak and pale. And all I remember is like slowly falling forward and couldn't catch myself. And the last thing I remember is just my head hitting the guy in front of me standing back. And I don't remember shit. And then I remember waking up. And my mom was like, I don't know what's happening. We got to go. We got to go. So we all started leaving. And Dave and Patrick ran ahead. And then I, I, my mom, I was falling. I couldn't, I had no balance. My mom was dragging me. It's like, Dave, Patrick, what are you doing? They're like, oh, he needs help. Like, they, they were oblivious <laughs> to what was going on. And then the next thing I know, I woke up in the, the men's bathroom with a little kid pissing next to me. Oh and people God. were dumping water on my head, and the ambulance were Did walking. Did you just me. actually get baptized? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> no, never had to go back to church. Well, um, uh, cheers to that. Jeremy, um, thanks for coming on. Um, uh, Always. Is there anything you want to follow? Where can we find you? Follow you? Anything you want to promote? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Yeah. Jeremy Mahar, I think. <laughs> Okay, um, you can find me at Nickel on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me on Facebook if you want. Make sure you rate and review this podcast. Give it five stars, and I'll give you a kiss, especially if you're a boy. High five. <laughs> um, thank you for splitting six with us. Episode 200, not next week, because I'm taking a week off to try to decide what I'm doing. If you have any ideas, let me know. First um, week, start the new month off, 200. And uh, remember, it's more important to listen to somebody else than it is for them to listen to you. And I love you guys. Thanks for being around for 199. Later.